1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant, and the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves, blasting the shot, what a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory, at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 195 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. The Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, please rate and tell a friend. Jack Williams is here. Hi everybody. And he's just stepped off his Spitfire, Dan Bayliss uh, is here. I would suggest go and look at the YouTube video, look at the monstrosity that is on that man's face. But Bayliss, you're back, you're back on the podcast, you you left originally... um, you had a big paddy about a story that you'd seen on Twitter about Doris DeVries, who you didn't know, former goalkeeper was becoming sporting director. <laughs> uh, and uh, that, that news was actually fake. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, you was getting a lot of stick for, for Doris DeVries, but it, it's good to have you back on the podcast. Um, told me to read Twitter. <laughs> I think, you know, you're always saying about fake news and stuff and you, you didn't you didn't spot that. It was very good, though. It was a very Done good. By one. It, it looked like a, an athletic article, didn't it, Harry? Too fair. Yeah, it did. I, I must admit, I was fooled by it at first as well. But I did know Doris DeFries was, so every cloud. I did also have to read, Just did you notice in the off break, there was um, Jeff Shear apparently in the Jeffrey Epstein papers? <laughs> and that wasn't the Honestly, case. Honestly, it wasn't, obviously wasn't the case. So, but I had to go and trawl through the papers you, to check it you were the, the case, You were right? the only person who believed that, Dan, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that was obviously not true. You were like, Jeffrey <laughs> Shee, that must be the only Jeff Shee in China. Uh, right, okay, let's get on to Wolves matters, actually footballing matters to begin with. A big well done to the Lionesses, of course, um, who, you know, when the blokes can't bring it home for 60-odd years, go and do it yourself. Uh, massive congratulations to them. Also to Patrick Catrone, he's got uh, engaged, so um, it turns out that he can 
can score. Um, but let's go to Wolves pre-season, Harry. I mean, we've got a really, really long list to get through. Um, probably a good hour's worth of stuff here. Um, but but first on the list, um, Ask Wolves, just with that series, it's um, the second one um, that's been done so far. Was it a bit of lip service? Do you think that it, they were honest? It's sort of broken down into, I think, seven episodes in the end. Yeah, oh God, it feels like ages ago now, doesn't it? But I think the two I watched um, mainly was the Scott Sellers one and uh, the Jeff She one. The, the Bruno one was pretty good from what I've heard, which you'd expect. But it was what we just come to, to know now, isn't it? It was a lot of Jeff talking about um, the brand and the logo and not much about the first team squad, really. He just battered that off. Scott Sellers, again, not convincing. And quite rightly, the majority of the fans watching that Aswell series were not happy with what they heard. And with what Jeff was saying about I'm not being picky. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Not being picky with what players I want to sign. We've only signed Collins. So they're sticking by that method of the small squad and uh, promoting youth and getting value. So not what we wanted to hear, but they've got to keep Fosun happy. Well, Jeff has, hasn't he? And keep the, the books good. So he was disappointing, I thought, the Aswolf series. Jack, do you think it was disappointing because it wasn't what we wanted to hear? Do you think it was honest in a way? Well, I don't know. I think, again, I didn't actually watch it. I couldn't bring myself to, but I think some of the things they did say just kind of rubbed people up in the wrong way as well. And again, I haven't actually brought myself to actually sit down and watch it because I just saw the cliff notes and the outrage on Facebook and Twitter sort of coming about. But, you know, if you say the words like esports and these sorts of things that they're investing in and these are the sort of hit words, then... um, then it just rubs the fan base up the wrong way, really. And um, it seems that, that they're just, I know people are worried that they're losing interest. And I get they've got the business model, but there's a fine line between sticking to that business model and leaving us in a really dire situation. And when we've been saying that the squad is too small for the last two, three years, the manager's saying the squad's too small. You can't go into the closed season then and just sign one player and lose about five that are in and around the first team. It's uh, That's not a model. That's just cruising for disaster. And be probably because we're a bit more accustomed to the football, we've seen this sort of thing happen before, probably more than foreign owners are, where they just see it as numbers on a on a bit of paper. But uh, I, don't, I don't know, really. Uh, Bayliss, we mentioned him there. I think uh, Wolves fans of a certain age will probably see that Wolves sign an N Collins and have heart palpitations of a certain <laughs> centre back. Um, uh, but this isn't Neil Collins; it's Nathan Collins. So um, I think you you were quite a big fan of him because we were always talking about James Tarkovsky at, at Burnley, going, "Oh, well, he's available on a free." And you said, "No, no, there's there's the other centre back, Collins, who who looks decent." So sadly, the poor bloke is in for a torrid torrid Wolves career <laughs> I bigged him up over 12 months well about 12 months ago uh, I, think, I thought I thought he was fantastic for Burnley I thought he did a really good you job agree. from strong player good on the ball knew how to defend in a back four um, which is what we wanted to play which is what Bruno said some time ago um, I thought I thought it was a perfect signing for us shame there hasn't been anything else around it but if you want to play back four great signing so um, he will be absolutely terrible <laughs> Um, Harry, about 20 million, I think, was banded around that it's the highest um, paid for an Irishman in the Premier League. I think Robbie Keane was about 19 and a half um, between mm. his moves to Liverpool and Tottenham. Um, is it a steal? I mean, the compilation video of him sort of prime Cafu-esque uh, looked good. Um, but, you know, a compilation video does not a great centre-back make. But it's definitely a step in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great, it is a great signing. It's much needed. We've banged on about needing a centre-back and... I'm also happy that we actually brought somebody 
from within the Premier League who has proven he's good at this level, which is uh, something I've been critical of, of uh, Jeff and Scott on that. So great signing. And some of the clips I've seen him in pre-season, he's a real vocal lad as well, like very uh, demanding and that, which if he's going to be the one replacing Cody, which I'm sure we'll get onto, if we do play a back four, that's going to be very important. And I think uh, from what I've seen, um, he could probably progress beyond playing for a team like us if he continues the way he's been going. He's a, he's a great player and let's just hope he can have a great season. Uh, Jack, I suppose he's a starter, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think with the current setup and we just said about um, how they're doing business, they're going to spend that sort of money on a player who's going to sit on the bench, to be honest with you. It's just not going to happen. He's going to be one who they want to develop and early signs are they want to play him besides Kilman and that's could feasibly be our our two centre backs, particularly when we're playing a back four this season. But it's it's a good signing. It's a re- it's a, a good signing. I think everyone was pleased with it. And the, the problem is that we haven't had more like it. Get another three or four in like that this season, everyone will be buzzing and really happy, and it'll be back. But one player at the moment is just not enough. I mean, when when you look at the outgoings, I mean, we've lost we lost Sace at the back, haven't we? We've lost Sace. We've lost Marcel. We've uh, loaned Fabio Silva. Trincao has. Uh, didn't take up the option. Um, Hoover. Kiana Hoover's gone. Um, there's, Benagra's uh, gone. I mean, he was, he was already half gone, wasn't he? And Marcel. to replace, replace those five players, John Ruddy as well, to replace yeah. that, what, that's six players we said there. And really what we brought in one player to bolster the squad that was already way too small. And arguably, I think if we'd had a bit of a bigger squad and more depth last season, we would have got a top seven finish. But to then take six players out of that and just bring back one is, is just incompetence at the moment so they've got to have something up their sleeve otherwise people will be pissed off especially if we ever go and like don't win it in the first few games it could happen i just want to look at some um predictions that we had this time last season um because it sort of goes on to the next thing i want to talk about um we, we all said that Rao would be top scorer we probably didn't realize he would score as few uh, as he did um but that's to be expected especially with our predicted goals per game um the one that, that stood out, Aaron, I think, was on the podcast instead of you um, last last year, Jack. He said that Traore would be the biggest flop. Uh, I mean, that that transfer saga and and everything since has a flop is probably a, a great way of describing it. I think Baelish, you actually had the the top pick saying that Jose Sar would be the dark horse. So um, congratulations for all that shit I chat. Yeah. <laughs> I get the odd one. <laughs> Uh, and Harry and Aaron did both say that Wolves would finish ninth. Um, but one one that we did sort of say, I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek or not, really, saying that it would be Morgan Gibbs-White's breakthrough season. And we were absolutely right. We just got the team wrong. Uh, and it would be Sheffield United that it would be his uh, breakthrough season four. Um, Harry, it, it looks at this stage like he's staying. There's been a lot of interest. I mean, how he's been touted in the £25-30 million pound region, you just wouldn't have believed it 12 months ago would you um thoughts on him to begin with and where he sits in terms of starting 11 for Wolves this season well if you if you're going off the most recent friendly on Saturday I think he's going to be starting at Leeds and I think he deserves it he's uh, gone away had a couple of good loan spells yes his history with the Wolves fan base hasn't been the best but to be fair to the lad all he's ever wanted to do is play first team football and he's been frustrated and that's a great attitude to have and he's got the talent and let's just hope he can be good in that front three, whether it's on the wing, whether he's playing as a false nine. And I've got, I mean, I know we say it every year and we joke about it. I've got a really good feeling about him this season because you think back to last preseason and he played in the League Cup game away at Forest. He was really good. And I think now is the time to give him that run in the first team, let him have a good 
good chance at it, especially with the um, you know, with the doubt around Adama and things like that. I think he deserves a go, and I think he'll do really well. Does he come in from Matinho for you, Jack? No, not by the way it's been setting up. I think he's going to sort of be in that in that sort of uh, like you said, front three, particularly when we haven't got a striker on the books at the moment. I think he's going to going to have to. But I think the change in formation will suit him. I think it's good that he seems to want to stay. Um, I don't know if he's going to extend a contract or anything. I know there were some rumours flying around about that, but just on Twitter, I think really. Uh, but I'd love for him to come and just prove every, everyone wrong, really, because his relationship with the fans, as Harry said, is, hasn't been good. I don't think his girlfriends particularly helped that at times, but it seems to have got better. The fact that he's gone and done really well in the championship, and when you said about the price tag then, I think these days, if you've got one of the best sort of forward attacking players in, in the championship, they do get 20 plus million in, in the transfer market and add on the English tax to that as well. Did any of you watch the the friendly on Saturday? Because he got subbed off. And he didn't look very happy to me. He seemed to have a bit of a Freddy. Did you? Did anyone mad, notice that? Yeah. And yeah. it was. I mean, I'm hoping that's a positive rather than it's because he's you know fallen fallen out with anybody or the manager or something. And he just wants to carry on playing, but it's not a particularly good sign because it wasn't particularly early either. And it was only a friendly against uh, against uh, Sporting, but he just needs to maybe channel that attitude or that aggression in in the right way. And hopefully, we see that this season because hopefully he's matured a little bit as well. Bayliss, is it finally his breakthrough season? <laughs> he's got a good chance in, isn't he? He's looked absolutely fantastic in what I've seen so far. So, you know, Matinho at times looked tired last year. I think we can all mm-hmm. agree on that. So, great. Brilliant. If he can come out and put that quality on the pitch at the Premier League level, then we've got a better option than Dendonka hoofing it everywhere. Uh, Harry, I think you had an insider at Wolves, potentially. Um, you didn't know whether to tweet this. You were like, lads, I've got some information about Neves, but I don't want to tweet it just in case it comes back to bite me on the arse. But I'm, I'm pretty sure. I've been told there's an 80% chance that Ruben Neves will stay. And we said, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> just don't put your sauce. Don't put the sauce at all. Just, just reel yeah. it out. But, you know, it's, it's not something we, that we really do, is it? No. That's not what we, that's not what we do. A um, couple of, couple you, of you things. Do. Our Twitter was very dry at the time because obviously it was, pretty, it was the summer. We hadn't tweeted in for a while. Spoke to this person, they said it, and the proof they had, I was like, yeah, obviously this has been said. And at the time as well, articles started to come out about saying that a lot of the clubs that would come in for Neves had been signing midfielders and that. And obviously Neves said he was willing to stay. So at that point, which was, God, it was over a month ago now, wasn't it? It was looking like about 80% chance he was staying. And right now, he could still go now, couldn't he? If a big team comes in, offers the right amount of money, It'd be a disaster for us, but he could go. But what's good about him is he seems like he's happy here. And it seems like that person who told me that was right. And um, yeah, and I'm I'm so happy he is staying because if Cody's dropped, he's the new captain, isn't he? Well, let's talk about Connor Cody. Um, Max Kilman scored a a brilliant solo effort, didn't he? Um, In the the win against Alaves, uh, 4-0 win in pre-season. He's obviously very comfortable on the ball anyway, isn't he, Jack? He used to play futsal, apparently. Um, I imagine that if it's a back four, it's Kilman and Collins. Um, can you see any other version of events where Connor Cody isn't on the bench for Wolves this season? If we're playing a back four and both those two are fit, then no, to be honest. And I think that's the way Large is looking at it as well. There's no room for sentiment in football. I mean, and we've been saying on and off for two or three years, really, that Cody obviously <laughs> isn't good enough. And a few too many times he's been the weak link. But um, to be fair to him, last season, I think he had a decent last season last yeah. season. Yeah, and he, yeah. he did well. So I think we'll still still need him, particularly when we're up against it. Or we're, we're playing against uh, some of the so-called top clubs away from home. I think there'll definitely still be a place for him. I do feel sorry for him because 
if the World Cup would have been in the summer, I think he'd have gone. But now, with this happening, there's no way he's going to be taken to Qatar in a few months' time if he's not starting for Wolves every week. So that could really, on a sort of a personal level, I actually do feel for him because I think his England place is is massively at risk, really, particularly with some of the other players who are, who are flying about. Um, Torren Mings being stripped of the captaincy at Villa as well is interesting, which would suggest that he's probably in a sort of similar position, I think. Um, so I reckon neither of them could end up going after after all that really which would be a shame it would be good great to have a Wolves player at the World Cup you know even if uh, even if he is on the bench but I think if if Kilman and Collins start well and look like they have done in pre-season then I think that that'll be the the formation particularly against any team any team sort of uh from top six down and particularly at home really and I'm, I'm all for it lots of notes uh in my notes Bayliss uh one of them is eight Nori is a baller uh, he's looked wicked pre-season. Uh, yeah, I think I can agree with that one. He's actually, he hasn't just looked like a baller, he's looked like a serious player. Yeah. I don't know whether it's just the class opposition we've been playing against or the way those style of teams set up gives him, gives him a bit more space to sort of go at the ball. And yeah. those nice little one-two link-ups he did with sort of Neto or Pedence were really nice to watch. I'm just praying that a quick winger in the other direction isn't going to have him on toast. It didn't look like we had a lot of that to deal with. Uh, but another massive positive, you know, Johnny has been really consistent from what I've seen in pre-season and eight Nori's looked on fire. So that's great for me. That's two proper actual wing-backs. So <laughs> I might be happy come Saturday five o'clock. It's good, good to have you back. Um, Harry, I think there was £45 million moved to Chelsea rumours. They seem to have died down now for eight Nori. It, we're talking about breaks, breakthrough seasons again, I guess, aren't we? Um, Johnny looked good at right wing back last season that was more of a force change um so do you think that eight noise a starter at left wing back uh yeah and i also saw man city are looking at him as well which is a just a compliment to him isn't it and he has looked absolutely incredible in pre-season some of his plays been outstanding and maybe he prefers it just being in a four at the back as well i don't know maybe that he likes that i don't know but yeah great and i just want to go back to something you said about kilman being in a back four there was a great stat that um Mikey Burrows read out in the friendly Saturday where he said Kilman did the same amount of running in a back four in 45 minutes than he did in a 90 minute in the, the last time he played in the back five. So wow. that's going to be a big thing, isn't it? Like, you know, it's going to be hard for him and maybe Collins is used to it, but hopefully he can uh, deal with that and not pull up with injuries. He pulled up with an injury, didn't he? On Saturday, I just thought that was uh, important to point out. But yeah, eight Nori, absolute baller. And if he carries on, <laughs> he probably won't be a Wolves player next summer. <laughs> um, Jack, let's talk about strikers. Raul is injured. Fabio is on loan. What happens next? Uh, is this go- this is going back to the thing you were saying before? Is it is essentially gross incompetence? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I still. I think I said to you guys in the group the other day. I still just can't work out why we sent Fabio Silva on loan unless we've got somebody immediately lined up. And it was always going to happen, wasn't it? We're going to send Fabio on loan, and then Jimenez is going to get injured in the next in the next uh, pre-season game, whatever it was. And he's going to be out, miss the start of the season. And we're a professional Premier League football team, established now, established professional Premier League football team, with no senior striker on the books, not even a week before the start of the new season. That's, well, not on the books, but fit and ready to play. It's mm-hmm. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It's the most important position. If you don't score goals, then you know you don't win games. And just to have nothing at all, I know people keep then throwing around Catrone and Bonatini and all that <laughs> nonsense. But we've moved past that, and it's just we're, like, we're not Man City. 
we, we can't play without without a striker, I don't think. Um, so there's got to be something in the pipeline. And I get the move for Silver because I'm sure it'd be good for his development. He'll get more minutes. You know, it's not a bad standard. I'm sure he'll score goals and get scored a good goal, didn't he, actually? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think if we take away that and just look at it just for Fabio Silva, I think it's a, it's a good move and it'll be good for us in the long run as well. However, you just can't do it when you've only got one senior striker that leaves you with at the club who has been hit and miss since he came back from a really bad injury. Let's be honest, isn't also getting any younger. Like there's, there's got to be something, and I, I just don't understand it. It's you can't send these players out. It's, it's just the maths of the whole situation doesn't work from top to bottom. You can't lose five, six, whatever it is, senior in around the first team players, and then bring in one defender. And expect to. I know going back to the talk walls thing, didn't they say that Jeff still thought we had a good push for top four with the squad we've got? It's laughable when you look at the like what the other teams are doing and the other teams' benches. Our second eleven, which played the game against uh, the the other whoever it was, the Portuguese team last night from second division Portuguese team. It's just a joke. It was you know, mm. it's, well not a joke. I don't really like harsh them, but it's it's just made up of kids, and then that transpires into the bench as well, doesn't it? So you, you can't. I'm quite happy. If you look at our first 11 on paper, when everyone's fit, it's it's good. It's it's a good side. It's a Premier League side. But without a bit of strength and depth, we're really going to struggle. And if ever we get one or two injuries, which, you know, could happen reasonably quickly, when we, we're going to be in a in relegation for the battle, I think. So you've got to be really careful. See, I sort of agree with what Kevin's saying here in the comments. Because Silver, I think it's a great idea to send him on loan because... He wasn't going to do that much if he'd have been the second striker. It's it's not. It's the incompetence of she and um, Sellers, not anything to do with the football. It. He should have gone on loan last year, and maybe even when we bought him straight away, he's not. He's offered a few goals, but signs of things to come. But he's never done it consistently. The thing with him and it, we've all said it now since since he came back. He had that sort of honeymoon period where everyone wanted him to do well and he never really got there, did he? He's never shown a performance that makes you think, God, top world-class strikers back. Mm. And at, at what point do Wolves have to see that? Because there's prob- nearly 30,000 of us do most weeks. I think in so he, he looked okay in pre-season. I know it's only pre-season, but that, he's never going to be the same again, is he? But he's still a decent strike. I mean, I know he only got six goals or whatever it was last year, but he was still our top goal scorer and our top assister. So... We still need him. And the Fabio one, it was just so... It's one of them, we were saying, weren't we, God, Scott Sellers, genius again, sending Fabio out, no backup strikers. But then for Raul to get injured as well, it's just so unlucky, isn't it? But but at the same time, Harry, you Wolves have got to be thinking now that if they think Silva's the future, and Raul clearly evidently is going to be the past because of his age anyway, regardless of what happened mm. to him, there has to be another striker in the mix. Contrarian didn't work. Everyone else we've tried before that didn't work. Uh, so what are they doing? Why mm. is there no sort of impetus to bring in a striker that's going to play a pivotal role in a season? Then yeah. that you've got a guy that's been very badly injured and a, and a very young kid that needs to go somewhere, like they've set up to do, to score goals. Mm. It was essentially so unless... about, about 12 months to the to the day since his comeback that he was injured. We're not, not mm. far off that. So just to show you how, only a little bit of time, but uh, enough to show that it's... Do you think the press, have, yeah. think the press have just missed one? The Twitter sphere and the press have just missed one. Because it just stinks that if you send Fabio out on loan, there's no one really else. 
unless they are daft enough to think Huang is the backup striker, a bloke that can't trap a ball. Yeah, I mean, we are like four days uh, away from this time. Again, exactly. And again, no, what I'm um, saying is, did they miss one? Is there something happened where we've had one very close? And Yeah, maybe. But against sport, we was linked with Ben Teke, weren't we? But against sporting, it, it showed, didn't it? Like, we, we played some good stuff. We kept the ball in that well. But we're, without that vocal point up there, it just. It ain't gonna. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna score many goals, are we? If we play like Gibbs White in a false nine or something. One of the things that does worry me about pre-season, just in general, I know we mentioned there, Old Kilmer scored a good goal, or Eight Norris running ragged, but I don't think the standard of opposition has been very good, apart from with the exception of Sporting on Saturday. I think we probably only had one real test, and that was the game that we've just had. Really, I think apart from that, the standard's been pretty poor, really, um, because you know we've had yeah, we played no we played no English teams, have we? Which I think is unusual. For a pre-season. Well, we, we were probably going to, weren't we, in that Chicago Cup or whatever it was, um, but obviously that was pulled last minute. So, I mean, there's probably a little bit of it that it's scrabbling around to get some actual games together Definitely. because they're meant to be in America. Um, pre-season, for me, results-wise, I don't think you could really look into into it too much. I think as long as everybody is fit coming out the other side, which isn't the case, <laughs> then, then you've had a good pre-season. Um, but, Harry, we, we talk about that sporting game as a game where um, the opposition was, was obviously a lot better. Um, Zhou Shangshuang was uh, in the uh, crowd for that game. Mm. And I think he was in the crowd for one of the games uh, the day before we signed um, Collins. Um, I think it was the Burnley game. Uh, Nunez, obviously, is a player that a lot of people have been talking about and thinking, oh, oh he's in the crowd again. Is, are we going to sign him? I mean, do you, do you think that deal could be completed or do you think he was just there um, for, for a nice little holiday? He could have just been there for a holiday, but something tells me it might be on because did you see the goalkeeping coach kept liking tweets about it? People oh, did he? Tony Roberts. Yeah, Tony Roberts, they, they were saying, bring him, bring, you know, bring him back with you and all that. And he was liking all the replies. Obviously, he might not. He might just be doing it for, for a laugh, but I'd love it if we did. <laughs> yeah, I'd love it if we did sign him because we need we need someone like that, don't we? Especially, well, mm. at first, at first we did think Raul might be out for bloody what was it eight games, but it don't look as serious as that. But still, even so, even if Raul was fit, we know we need a, another player, and I'd think I'd prefer him than Benteke as well, to be honest. Yeah. And also, and, it's uh, a big shame yeah. against, about Chiquinho. Oh um, yeah, nine months out. Uh, I'll tell you, we would have been happy about that though, Gibbs White. Because I, <laughs> I think I think Jaquino, you know, there's more competition in that sort of area, and I think he could have been a starter, especially the way he ended. Um, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was probably one of the shining lights towards the end of last season, Jaquino. So really well, gutted erratic, for him. But yeah, yeah, gutted for him. Uh, just before we move on to um, other matters, um, what do you all think of the kits? Pleasantly right. surprised. I think the sponsor is better and the sponsor takes up such a spot on modern football shirts that if the sponsor improves, the shirts do as well, really. So I think they're all right. I won't personally be buying one until I've seen a bit more investment in the squad, to be honest. So that's my view I've taken on it. But they're but not investing right. because you're not buying the shirt. So you've got to buy this like cat no, and I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy a shirt, we'll buy Messi. Um, mm. Bayless, what do you think of the green? It's a throwback to the 90s. I really like it. I haven't seen one in the flesh yet, so I want to see what the sort of I think, pattern. I think that's what on it needs, isn't it? To be fair, the pattern mm. on it looks like. Yeah, I'm sure Daddy will see a couple. Um, I've got to say, the home one, right? When I saw pictures of it, I liked it. I got, I got the home one the other day, and I'm not a fan. I'm not yeah, a fan of the home one, but the green one. I remember when that came out, and we were, I was a bit like, oh, but that is really grew on me. The green one, I really like it. The, 
the one thing about the green one though, I think is the last time we had a teal, it is teal away kit was when we got relegated from the Premier League under McCarthy. Uh, All right, Lawrence Wellen. If you like an omen, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> teal. <laughs> it is teal. All right, your Dulux colour chart out. <laughs> Did, um, so, I, think, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, Sam, but we're talking about shirts. How, how about Adama Traore wearing his own Spain shirt in Sainsbury's? Do you see Paddy Power picked it up as well? Paddy Power I know. tweeted it. It was, it just, it's just sad, isn't it? And mean, he's in Merry Hill. <laughs> Do you see what he got in his basket as well? It's just a giant box of crunchy nut cornflakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I mean... It's always with spinach. thing is, if you're starting for Spain all the time, I mean... It... I, I, yeah, it was, it was do we do we think he's actually as injured or do you think he just doesn't want to be here? Well, he went to Barcelona, wasn't it, for treatment before pre-season started, come back and then he hasn't played. So I, think it, I think we'll see him go before the window closes. Do you personally. think? I, yeah. I don't Even think now. he will. But I think, yeah, I think he'll stay. To be honest, but I don't think you'll want to be here. But, mm. so. but then he seems all happy when you see the pictures and the videos, he's like hugging and that. Maybe that's just the type of character he is. But if any money comes in, he's gone. I mean, I think they said 10 million, wasn't it? His rep- John puts it, John Percy's a bit 10 million. But he's only got a year left, hasn't he? Next summer, he's gone for free. But I don't know. He has gone for free. He hasn't done anything, anything at Barcelona. He didn't get any minutes. He's a year older. He's missed the World Cup. He's going to be upset about that. You know, if he's going to stay, he may as well stay and perform because he'll want to be on the plane to Qatar, wouldn't he? Um, you know, probably won't play again, but it's just nice to go, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's turn our attentions to um, £50 for a match day ticket now, Harry. Mm. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, obviously, people find out hour of electricity for that. Yeah, well, people keep banging on about obviously the lack of signings and things like that. And yeah, to sit, I think it's in the Steve Ball upper and the Billy Wright upper now. A match day ticket, Jack will probably know more. It's like fifty one pounds, which wow, I don't know, man. Like we've got season tickets, so it don't really concern us. But what do you like? Think? Do you think that's a bit too much now? Is it getting silly? It's a lot for an hour and a half. They're doing Back categories down. again, though, aren't they? I'm guessing that's just for the uh, is that like a? The, the Man City and the Liverpools yeah. and, and that sort of thing. I don't know what the split is, but it ain't cheap, is it? It's, uh, it's, yeah. Especially it's, sitting the steeple upper, that stand is horrendous. You, you, you just bad. bang your knees off the chair in front yeah. of you. Yeah, like, getting into it as well. The thing yeah. is, they'll, they'll realise if they aren't going to invest in the squad and we don't have a great season, then when those games come around at 50, 60 quid a pop, people are going to think twice. Or it'll all get bought up by tourists and they won't care probably most likely thing to happen isn't it but i don't know i don't know if it's is it bad value it depends on the football to be honest if i was paying 51 pounds and i was seeing the football that we largely played last season i I just wouldn't have paid it um end up Mm. um you know if it was the kind of football where i always think back to that um fa cup tie against manchester united uh you know the atmosphere was rocking it was a later kickoff it was against the top team and we won so absolutely worth it but i think it's just the way football goes you know that's mm. that's just how much it is to to go and watch it now um you know it's premier league it's that's yeah that the league match i went and watched was bloody expect way more expensive than that for was it really oh the top yeah, tickets but... in that were absolutely extraordinary hundreds but, of pounds but you bought them on the day didn't you like when it was already sold out was it secondary market or was that actually the face value would be my first question you didn't rock the ticket office did you like I'm fairly sure it was face value. It said it on the ticket, but I haven't got it in front of me. I think mine was about 60 euros, so it's about 50 quid, to sit in the upper quadrant. 
Just getting this comment up here. Kevin Kevin Jackson, as long as you're buying a shirt, Jeff will be happy. Did you notice they put 15% off of all merch in the in the in the shop? Because obviously the, the sales are not obviously not because of what's going on. We've already signed Collins and I think people are a bit unhappy. Yeah, they've put all the everything down for fifteen percent. Do you reckon there's anything behind that? Of people also not being able to afford it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a cost of living crisis. On fifty quid for a t-shirt is a lot of money. Well, it's fifty-five yeah, pound. It's a bit more. Even with like, I know we get a little discount, don't we? Or ticket cash. But one, just thinking. Um, one thing because I bought a couple of items from Castor. Um, like recently, Here we go. they sent me through. They sent me through a catalogue, and it wasn't wasn't your normal catalogue. It was like, uh, it was like showing off all their sponsors, and it was like I'm really happy to be partnered with all our. our football and premier league ones and it's got rangers oh, newcastle villa just nothing's not, not a mention of us at all really got all, got all the low we haven't even got a logo in there that they're trying to push so i don't know if the relationship's going to break down or last that long but they were they were pushing rangers they were pushing villa they were pushing newcastle but no mention of us at all and, and that would, that would have been section. that would have been a mailing list that they got through the club i take it or you buy um, no from... i bought bought separately from the castor store so right, okay. like, in terms of them trying to push our partnership to the wider audience they just don't seem to be interested so i don't know what's going on there really but what, um... are you pretending you go to the gym while you walk down the high street or something Talk <laughs> 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 it wanker to work out what you're doing yeah. here they do nice stuff actually they do nice stuff they do um, nice stuff yeah for the gym so... <laughs> no, not necessarily. They do a whole range. Of stuff. It sounds like I've worked for Castor now, doesn't it? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Castor slippers. I just thought it's weird that you have a, you have a page about your your football partnerships and you don't mention us, but mention all the other Premier League teams that you do. And I've noticed it before when you click on their website that they don't the link to Wolves didn't work. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, brilliant! Oh, this wow. is probably That's this is like a this is how rumors start. But I just thought it was a bit weird. Mm. But don't worry this, because. Because we've got we've got these in the post. Uh, Harry has oh, got these. Oh, no, I still got one. Buy some fucking players. I mean, no one's put it on Twitter yet, so you better show us this, Sam. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one. This is what, no, this is what it looks like. Um, oh, so we've got... Oh, broke we've got, it. Got, um, this is a, this is a wallet. This is a wallet uh, about credit card size. You can fit two cards in it. It's got the Wolves emblem on the front, embossed. Uh, very nice. Uh, you've also got a scarf here, um, and it should say the stand that you have, uh, which is which is this, the North, North Bank. Bank. So I, the right I'd rather one. have a fucking poncho, to be honest, or sign a striker. <laughs> uh, and then you've obviously got the the season card, uh, which comes in the top there. So it's uh, pretty nice much color. the same as last one. But it, yeah, it's black and grey, um, just like the season will be. So. So yeah, uh, that came in the post this morning. But Harry, you haven't had yours, and Bailey, you haven't had yours. Have you? No. Oh dear. So you might not be getting into the game. I can't wait for the scarf. I yeah. also don't have my Leeds ticket yet, so <laughs> <laughs> they were late as well, weren't they? Yeah, apparently they, they were late being released. So yeah. So mine came today, so Tuesday. Um, let's do some season predictions. Um, I I don't think we did too bad last year. Uh, Bailey, I think I'll give it. I'll give the win to you. Um, for for calling Jose Sar because I was like pro Patricio. Uh, last season, but let's go around in a circle. Start with you, Harry. Um, let's go with top goal scorer this year. I mean, look, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I thought to myself because last year I went really obvious. So I'm going to go a bit out out the mark. I mean, the obvious answer would be Raul, but I'm not going with that. I'm going to go with another one that everyone else would probably say. I'm going to go with Neto. Top scorer Neto. Okay, yeah. uh, Jack. I don't think anybody. I reckon there'll be about five <laughs> players on two. Um, Nunes. <laughs> I mean, just in this as a concept, we've got one strike. You've got to say Jimenez, haven't you? Because he's the striker. He's the only striker at the club. And mm-hmm. he, he's by default, the yeah. way it stands, got to play every game once he's back fit. So 
Jimenez, and he'll probably take. Actually, Nevis might be a shout if you start if you're taking some penalties, maybe. But if you but name more, you'll get it right. We used to get a bloody penalty for like, <laughs> last year, anyway. Cody uh, three, Paul said. Cody, <laughs> Cody on three. Uh, Bayless uh, top goal scorer. Pedence on the caveat that if anyone comes in, they'll be top scorer if they're a striker. Too risky mm. game with that as well. Um, Harry, uh, who is going to be the oh, uh, it's Bibby Row. Would have thought or Katrone. Uh Harry, who's the dark, the dark horse this season? Oh, we're not doing assists. Right? Gonna... Oh yeah, go on assists. Yeah, sorry, I'm well, just trying that... to think of something. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Raul as top assists again. Right. Okay. Like last year, and <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to be a Dharma or anyone, is it? I'm going to go Raul. Yeah, Jack. One of the wingers, whoever stays fit the longest, Podence. So he's like, just to keep it interesting, I'm going to say eight Nori. Oh, never know. Uh, Dark Horse Harry. I was the obvious answer here. I'm going to go different. Is eight Nori, but I'm going to go with Bueno. Oh, Kinder Bueno. Uh, Isn't he on loan? He's on loan somewhere, isn't he? He's gone on loan. Oh, is he? I thought he was still here. No, he's gone on loan. Didn't he play? He played. He's played on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to Blackpool. You're thinking of the uh, Corbiano, is it? Corbiano, you're thinking of the That's what I thought you meant. No, no, Bueno. Oh, yeah, right. He's like, he he hasn't looked good any in some of the under 23s games. And if something happens to Ain't Nori and Samedo stays out, maybe he might have a little run. He's a good player. Jack. We haven't got any players, have we, really? So it's Gibbs White, a dark horse. Of course, kind he of. Is. No. got a bit to prove, any? No. Right. Yeah, got a bit to prove. Uh, Dan, uh, as I've already talked about him, I'm going to say Nathan Collins is going to be the absolute rock at the back, and it's going to save us as much as Sar saved us last season. Is that a dark horse though? Because he's a super sign, isn't he? Right. So I don't think Gibbs White's a dark horse either. Because I've been suspecting him. There was a lot of there was a lot of sort of knocking it on um, we're out of dark horses on Twitter we? talking about <laughs> buying players from relegated teams and all that so. maybe Mascara if he gets yeah, naked at some point maybe could be a dark horse maybe yeah, Cody could be good this year. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to see Mascara play I want remember that oh, Muscat thing that went really around the other week against Tottenham uh, we haven't um, spoke about I mean, we've got to talk about it now. You're on Mascara when it all kicked off in that one game, and like Gibbs oh, ran yeah. over to rescue. There's been a lot of fiery games, and they like eight Nori starting on that sporting player as well. Yeah, so we'll be kicking off a lot of feisty preseason. Three you, cards in five minutes. Do you think that's us, or just because Portuguese football hates us because we take it? <laughs> <laughs> they know that Nunes is coming. Uh, Harry, give me a league position. Uh... It's because of the small squad. I'm going to have to be negative. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be negative on the first pod. I'm going to go 13th. 13th. Oh, that's not too bad. That's quite positive. Mm. Uh, Jack? 16th. Oh, God. Oh, Jack and Dan? 12th. 12th. Uh, I'm going to go for 15th. Oh, my God. Um, we're written negative, aren't we? No, that is being off. positive. <laughs> you know um, we're going to get top six now, don't you? No, I've said that. No, I don't league, think we are. League Cup. <laughs> Harry, we'll win one game and get knocked out. Knocked out the next, whichever round that'll be. Is it the fourth? Uh, no, that's about the, the second round. I think. Do you go in the? No, I think we go in. We go in the second round automatically. I think. Yeah. yeah. So th- get to the third round. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack, we'll probably lose to Morecambe in the second round. Uh, Waste of time. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be something nonsense. They'll play that team we played on Sunday. It'll be like 
second or third round against Bognor Town. It'll be nonsense. I think we'll win a couple of games. I think I think quarterfinals. Um, let's do FA Cup, Harry. Just because I was so negative about the League Cup, I'll say win the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Jack? At the moment, the squad isn't big enough to handle a cup competition as well. So third round exit. Won't take it seriously. We'll be in a relegation battle with him. <laughs> Dan? Whoever draw us in the third round. So just wherever. Third round. Can I just say... We yeah. are being negative. We are being a bit negative. If, if we if we have a bit of a miracle in us and we don't get many injuries, our actual starting team is good, isn't it? I don't. It, it I'm, is, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of injuries, is, yeah, it which is, we, yeah, is going to happen. But if, if everyone stays fit, we can get top half. I think with the it's, starting lineup, it's it's not big enough for those eleven players to play ninety minutes and just have a cup run and play in the league cup, though. It's, it's, what? We, it, what? It, this will change massively if we bring in four or five players who can bolster four or the squad. Five. I think we need four or five players. I, yeah. I agree. Oh, I agree. I don't. Yeah, this is not going to happen, is it? Um, no. What? What if there was a World Cup halfway through the season? What if we played sixteen games and then, like, they had some random World Cup for some reason in Qatar, say, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, country that's never qualified for it before or had any of the stadiums built? What if that happened? What if that might that there might was help a, us actually? What if there was a break mid-season, Bayless? What if there was a break where you know? Cody has a break, Kilman has a break, Collins has a break. Um, you don't know who's not going to be going. Obviously, um, Raul probably will, depending on his injury situation, and um, a couple of the Portuguese ones as well. Um, so, so on that, Harry, how many Wolves players do you think will go to the World Cup in Qatar? We've quite a few of our main players, isn't it? Which is not good for us. So, I don't know if Cody Sorry, will now. We mentioned. Cody. I don't know about Cody because the thing is with Southgate. He has picked players before, like I think Eric Dyer is an example who wasn't playing for Spurs much, but he'd still pick him. Eventually, he yeah. didn't pick him, but because yeah. Cody's got such a good rapport around the squad, would he just pick him anyway? I mean, he won't go down well, would it? But I don't. I, I, he might. He won't go, Cody. I don't think. But does that matter? Because he ain't going to be starting for us by the looks of it. So True. we need our starters to not be going for it will to Kilman, be an advantage for us. Will Kilman go? No, no. Will Johnny go? Yes. I don't know, I don't really. No, no, no. I don't no. think he will. Smeda will, will go. He's injury, though. He's injury. Smeda's hit a miss, and he's on the fringes, I think, lately, the Portuguese team. I mean, Neves, Matinho, Jose oh, Sarr, yeah. I'd say, are the three. Um, and we'll go the Neto, Neto if, he's, if he stays fit. Mm. Hodence, maybe. Mm. Can I make but, a point on it? All? Yeah. If, if Neves gets game time at the World Cup, Wolves and stuff. He's gone. Because he's our best player by an absolute distance. And he's the person that controls and runs most of the things Wolves do well. Thankfully, so though, he goes, Portugal is shit. <laughs> the silver lining might be yeah, that Portugal that, I think out. So. Yeah, I think of the Euros last year and stuff. They, I mean, didn't, weren't there about, were there three or four Wolves players on the pit? I think three, maybe. That's probably why they went out at the group stage. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I can't, it's 16 games and then the break for World Cup and then that first How long is the break? What are the dates? I mean, it's like, like November mid-November to a week before Christmas, is it? Something like that? So Boxing Day is the first one back and then the first one's the 8th, 21st, I think, of November. Mm. What date is the World Cup final? It's the 18th, 18th I think it's the Sunday. So weird. Yeah. It'd just be interesting to see if we get off to a good start. Hopefully we do. Because you need, I want to be in a good position when we hit that break. 
because it'd be a yeah. long time waiting on it for like down in the bottom. Oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> it'd be horrible. Yeah. But everyone will be going out getting pissed for Christmas anyway. But yeah, 21st yeah. of November, which is a Monday, so it all kicks off. And then Sunday, the 18th of December, it's going to be absolute carnage. It was a week oh, it's, it's, it's going to not be the same, though, is it? Because you can't really go out in shorts and drink carling when it's bloody minus five or whatever. Oh, I will so. ask whether you, feel, whether you feel Christmassy if when England are playing the USA and uh, we're getting absolutely slaughtered. It might be good. Why, it might because the the kick the kickoff times are good, so you're everyone yeah, passing pubs, and when you're all hammered, you don't feel the cold anyway, do you? So it just means the pubs will be rammed because those people can't watch it outside. You can't go down mm. the cricket club on the big big screen because it's yeah. it's going to be freezing bloody cold. So but that's the oh. one good thing about the smoking ban, isn't it? The the outdoor heating, outdoor heating. technology has absolutely skyrocketed. Yeah, it just costs um, three no grand a minute to heat. Yeah, it. no one will be able to afford to actually put it on. <laughs> Bring back log burners for the World Cup. That's what we need to do. Um, is that all the predictions? I think we've covered off most of the predictions there. So um, I guess we go to Leeds. We didn't um, do a flop, Sam. Oh, we did a flop of the matters. season. Uh, yeah. I mean, Bayliss made a good point last year. He didn't want to say, say a Wolves player that um, was going to have a bad... I had say Yeah. Do you know what I think is going to be a flop? Go on. Collins. Oh, no, no. Wow, a... <laughs> there we go. That's a thumbnail. <laughs> I mean, what's uh, can I say, Huang? Oh, <laughs> is, I mean, is that allowed? No. Who <laughs> just signed Meg him? Over here. You just signed him. He's a, he's a new player. But the last six well, games didn't trap a ball. Jack's gone. Oh, he's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, there's just nothing to talk about because the, we've, we've lost players from last season. Who are you going to start? Who are you going to pick on? Basically, Gibbs White, Tomato, Bayless. Like, yeah, like... yeah. Wow, well, Collins is a flop. Well, there you go. That's we're going to look at Leeds. We haven't looked so about Leeds. <laughs> Let's have a look at Leeds. Um, Harry, it's a tough place to go. I know most mm. places are, but Ellen Road, first game of the season, is probably right up there. Um, no Calvin Phillips for them. Obviously, moved to Manchester City. No Rafinha for them. He's gone to Barcelona. Is this a good time to play Leeds United? Uh, I don't know because we ain't done too bad at Leeds, have we? Um, like recent times going there. No, no. We, we drew. I think we drew. Like it's a tough place to go, though, isn't it? It is. Is it their, their atmosphere? I mean, Jack can tell tell us more. You've been there loads, haven't you, Jack? But their atmosphere is incredible. Um, if you don't quiet that crowd down early, it could it could be a tough afternoon. But like you say, they've lost some key players. They've also is it Greenwood? I, I, do, I was doing the FPL the other day, and the, everyone keeps picking that Greenwood, yeah, up front. But it's a tough one. I mean, I'd take a draw just to get a point on the board early, um, but a win would be fantastic. And I think Bayliss would get onto the odds. But if I had to guess, I haven't looked. I'm assuming we're slight underdogs, but yeah, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. Who's in your starting eleven, Jack? I think it will be exactly the same team that started against Sporting. To be honest, I think that's kind of what you do with your last your last big game friendly, isn't it? Before the start of the season, the only little bit, only little bit. Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind, so uh, Sar, Johnny Collins, Kilman, Aignori, Neves, Matinho, Dendonka, Gibbs, White, Pedence, Neto. The only way that could possibly change is if suddenly Cody slops back in and we go go as a back (laughs) five, which could happen away from home. It could happen away from home. Honestly, it could. Um, Please don't. Leeds have obviously had lost two big players. They've brought some players in as well, but nobody really that I know that much about. But they have spent some of that money that they've obviously got from losing Phillips and Rafinha. But mm-hmm. you know, it might take them a while to settle. Really, um, based on how they were last season, they were poor. They weren't they even with even with Calvin Phillips. So I, I'd like to think hopefully we can catch them before they start to gel. If they are going to get a bit of fresh blood in there and a bit of fresh life in there, and the team on paper that we've got, if you know, even without Jimenez, which is a bit of a pain. 
I think you should still have enough to get something from the game on Saturday, I think, personally. Um, and I think we should be going there trying to win it, to be honest, because we definitely, we just with, at least with that start in 11, I think we've got probably got more quality now. So I don't think we've got to go for it. Yeah, I mean, they spent money by the looks of it. Um, Brendan Aronson, an uh, mm. American from Salzburg. Um, like they, they spent sort of in between sort of 10 to 20 million. I mean, 30 on that guy, but um, no one I particularly uh, recognise. Uh, Bayliss, from that team that played against Sporting, is it, would you have it any different or would you agree with Jack there? I just, I just don't really mind at the moment. I just want to see us play decent football. I, I liked watching Gibbs White. I thought that was quite entertaining. So maybe him in place of Matinho and um, give Ain't Nori a good run at it. That's all I want to see. I don't I'm think not sure about Gibbs White. Top. I'm really worried. Bayless, I don't think Gibbs White is going to be midfield instead of Matinho. He's going to be one of the front three, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be, maybe. He's done, he's done, I think, I mean, there was a point, weren't there, a few years ago where people thought he might be able to do a job in centre midfield. But for me, he's either a false nine or, or on one of the one of the sides on the wings. But yeah, I think them days are gone. He's more attacking, isn't he? No one's trying Cody in midfield then. It's one of my pet hates when people keep <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. that. It just he, couldn't get in every... the, he couldn't get into midfield in the championship for us. Exactly. I don't know why. It's just it's just because people have got sentiment, isn't it? And they quite like Cody. Yeah. They think, oh, we'll just play him in midfield now. You couldn't play him in midfield in the championship, but you know, you'll go and uh, you'll go, go and play in the Premier League. I just hope um Bruno don't continue his loving for Huang and just like start him through the middle or something. I can see that coming. Yeah, like, I can see that coming. Do we do we think we'll assign Ben Burriton Diaz from Blackburn by then? It'd be so. nice, wouldn't it? As a rumor yeah, today, would be nice. Uh, let's do a score prediction, Harry. Well, with the four at the back, I mean, you've got to assume we're going to concede, but I hope our attacking play can uh, do us well. So I'm going to be positive and say two one Wolves. Two one Wolves, uh, Jack. Um, I like the sound of. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Why why can't we edge it? Go one nil walls. One nil walls. Clean <sighs> sheet as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna go with one all. Even though I'm really optimistic about Saturday, I think we're just it's gonna take us a little bit more time, and we're away, so I'm gonna go one all. One all. Excellent. Okay. Uh, of of course, I will go uh, two one walls. Let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Uh, betting odds, sorry, there's not a lot out there yet. Um, first one of the season, I've already cocked it up, so some things to come. The only one I did find, it was quite a big price. Um, but the half-time, full-times, there's quite a lot in that. They're like uh, pushing up 20, 28 to 1 for a reversal. You know, if you go Leeds, then Wolves, things like that. Yeah. So you can get some good good value in there. Um, only other real things I found. Wolves are a pretty good price on Paddy Power. If you get the boost, they're sort of... 2.3 to 1, which isn't too bad for us mm-hmm. first game up against a Leeds mm-hmm. team that have been losing players. Um, Sam, you asked me to look what we are to go down before yeah. this. Oh, well, it's been negative. Only 5 to 1 with Paddy Power. 5 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, have you got some ticket news? Um, yeah, I do a little bit. So, uh, obviously, Leeds away on Saturday is sold out. Sold out um, you know, very quickly. Always popular the first game of the season. After that, we've got a home game against Fulham on Saturday the 13th. That's currently on sale to the members. Still a few left for that, actually. About about 300 sort of knocking about. Uh, most oh, of them sure. in, the, 
in the temporary stand. Um, I don't know what they're doing about general sale windows. I'm guessing with this one, there's not an official general sale window uh, put down, but I'm guessing if there's a few hundred left in the, the days that come, they'll just stick them on general sale to try and get rid of them, really. But um, I think you, if you really want to be able to get a ticket for that one, you should be able to manage it. So, yeah, not quite a, a closed shop, really. I know it's not the, the glamour tie of the season home to Fulham the first game, but, um, you know, first game of the season, there's a nice little buzz about it. And hopefully if we get a result at Leeds, then... That'll mean that's a sellout for the first home game. A uh, bit further ahead, the next away game after that is away at Spurs, which is a half 12 kickoff on Saturday, the 20th of August. Normal allocation for that is just over 3,000. That is on sale to the away season ticket holders at the moment. Uh, then it is on the points as of Wednesday. And now also with in that top points bracket also go the ballot winners. So I'm sure most people are aware, but uh, there's a... Oh, did you did you apply? Did you? I applied for, for yeah. They emailed back saying we'll get back to you on Monday. Then he got to Monday. They said because of delays, we'll let you know Friday. They let you know whether you have or you haven't. Like the email yeah. like away. So, so that's, oh, uh, I like it. That's, I like that's, it. So, that's something I think that you and uh, Sam and Harry you should start because you can pull together, can't you? So you both get a ticket or you both don't get mm. a ticket because then we'll be able to maybe like do an away game or the four of us, which doesn't worth happen. Yeah, 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 no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's usually just me and you sat on a train getting hammered. <laughs> I, yeah, I have, to, I have to talk to Dan for three hours sat on a train in the middle of nowhere. And it's I actually haven't really sold it. <laughs> I only, last season, I only went to two because it's so hard to get on now, and I'm only, I have to get someone else. To, like, I can't obviously get one on my own card. Don't, if you're listening, walls, that's a lie. And just, just you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's usually mine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's only yours or someone else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is there is a chance now. So if you keep an eye out for when the ticket information is released, you usually got a quite a tight window to stick it uh, into the ballot. You have to be a season ticket holder, obviously, but uh, there's usually about 150 that are there just up, up for grabs for people who don't usually get to go. But yeah, I think if Sam and Harry, you get organised, hopefully mm. we'll be able to all go to a game together. I'll apply. I don't I'd imagine Aston Villa away will be the most oversubscribed one <laughs> by a long way. I think. That was also uh, the best game of last year, though, as well. It, it definitely well. was, yeah. Not for the first 80 minutes. They, they don't say how... Did they say how many applied for Leeds? I'm guessing that was a lot as well. I don't think they say how many applied. I haven't seen it, be. but it's, I, I, I reckon... So what's there's usually just under 3,000 who can always get a ticket. So I reckon... It's going to be probably at least that again who apply, isn't there? Yeah, three, yeah. three to three to five thousand, I'd say mm. maybe. I mean, by yeah. by theory, I mean, as long as they do it, so the people say people can't win every time. You should at least be able to get one, maybe two each a season, maybe. Like, yeah. But but then you'd also get the games like Brighton away or some something if it's on a stupid night of the week where or where people won't want to won't go sell out anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. But there's a, there's a chance for everyone, but you've got to be quite on the ball because I think the ballot windows are quite tight, aren't they? You get like a day or yeah. something to do it. Yeah. Really. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Uh, just finally, before we go, um, there was a story I picked up like way back when I was doing the notes for the podcast, way back in June, I think it was, um, saying that there could be a possible introduction of kick-ins um, sp- discussed by FIFA to replace throw-ins. I just wanted your... I mean, I haven't actually prepped you for this, so I mean, might be hitting you a bit cold here, but Harry, you're pulling the face. I don't know if you're breaking wind uh, or uh, throw-ins, but what, do you think kick-ins could replace throw-ins? They're saying that... I think it's Arsene Wenger who was saying that, you know, that the biggest time wasters um, a lot of the time uh, are throw-ins. Yeah. Well, the first thing I thought was, I wish that happened when I was playing because I, I used to foul throw so much. So, But yeah, now... Um, it, it wouldn't make that much. It'd make the game quicker, wouldn't it? Like you mentioned. So I, I, would, I wouldn't mind it, but would it though? Because they'll try. I like don't know if it kick. would. I don't. I don't. You just kick it, it in straight away instead of. Uh, no, you wouldn't. You, they treat it like you, a free kick. Can you just? But yeah, actually, yeah. Could you just boot it in? What would the rule be? 
Exactly. You have to pass it to like get... certain like keep on the floor. Sorry, or... I just I just thought about um Raoul's throw. That was that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the best moment of last season where even <laughs> tries to take a quick throw in and misses the pitch and he'd <laughs> yeah. be taking that away. From... Threw it at the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Threw it at the dugout and what you do, Raoul. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh so not a fan of uh what... kickings. Just gotta mention um... as well, we haven't mentioned it, I think we should. It's just reminding me because I'm wearing this bloody top, but Huang got like racially abused, didn't he, on the game on he Sunday? He did. Oh, is it Huang, mad. was it? Yeah, mad. That's he put a, he, actually before we did the podcast, he put a post out on his Instagram saying like cheers for the support and that. And he's just mad, isn't it? I don't know where that come from. I don't, he, no, he, I just, he got targeted single, single handedly, just him. Yeah, gestures, wasn't it, uh, from mm. fans whilst he was about to take the penalty, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just it's going to be a Behind closed doors ban or something, it? yeah. Bad, was it yeah. there, lot obviously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were playing yeah. against, yeah. yeah. Mm. Obviously, we don't condone that, uh, right? Okay, well, um, look, we'll leave that there. It was a pretty bumper episode, but it is good to be back. Bayless, it's good to have you back, even with that mustache. Uh, it's disgusting. How long are you going to keep that for? Oh, I can't make any promises here. I, I was going to say, until no. we side a striker, but I'd be gray haired. You look like Gandalf. I don't have to look at that all day, Saturday, Dan. Can you just get rid of it first? I, <laughs> I, I quite like the moustache. Thank you. Oh, just, just don't sit by me on the train then. <laughs> Jack's just jealous because you can't grow any face hair. That's very true. Uh, we will say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Goodbye, everyone. Jack Williams. Bye. And left talent Dan Bayliss. Goodbye. Into into Spitfire goes. It's a goodbye for me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.